Welcome to the Hat and Have Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Hat and Have Podcast. I'm Haven and I'm here with Hattie. Today we are talking about geothermal energy. And later we'll have an interview with the amazing Trudy from Yellowstone National Park. So Hattie, what is geothermal energy? Well, Haven, geothermal energy is produced by the internal heat of the Earth. Geothermal energy comes from below the Earth's surface, deep inside its interior. It is renewable and very clean, and it can be used as many things, such as hot pools, and also you can use it to heat your home. That's right, and aren't these some of these pools in Idaho? Yes, there are multiple places where you can swim and soak in these hot pools. And this is Miracle Hot Springs and like Banbury, right? Mm-hmm. And also like Idaho Power uses geothermal power plants and Idaho Power buys geothermal energy from Raft River Energy Geothermal. And Raft River um, is located in southern Idaho near the Sawtooth National Forest. And... Raft River Geothermal Power Plant um, was founded in 1979, and it was the first binary cycle power plant of commercial size in the U.S. And it is used in over 20 countries, geothermal energy is, and the United States is the largest producer of geothermal energy in the world. And the United States hosts, hosts the largest geothermal field, too. And there's a machine that makes the energy, and um, and it uses the heat underground and like the water and the steam to turn a turbine inside, which turns a generator, and it makes energy. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I didn't know this, but there are three different types of geothermal power plants, mm-hmm. such as dry stream, flash stream, and binary cycle. Oh, and in Boise. There were the first geothermal heated homes. They had the first geothermal heated homes. And this is in Warm Springs. And um, it cost us $2 to heat a small house and $3 to heat a large house in the 1890s. Really? And in 1983, their geothermal heat system was part of the largest operated system in the country. And it had over 90 buildings. And this is in downtown Boise in Warm Springs. Wow. Haven, did you hear that? Yes, I did. I think it's time for our interview. I think it is. Introducing the amazing Trudy from Yellowstone Yellowstone National National Park. Park. Whenever you're ready, Trudy. So, um, geothermal heat or energy, um comes from the interior of the earth. It's uh, it comes from depth. So sometimes as far down as um, the edge of the mantle and the core. Uh, but here in Yellowstone, there's a plume that's in the upper mantle. Um, and that plume is headed up towards the crust, and that's where our geothermal energy comes from here. So 
And then, like, does, like, the uh, crust and, like, the mantle, does that heat the, like, the water and, like, the... Um... It does. So that upper part of the mantle um, is mainly um, iron and nickel, um, and so it's partly molten. And so the water in Yellowstone never actually touches the magma that's underneath the park, but it heats up those other rocks, and those rocks heat up the water. Oh, okay. So how does it create, like, the color and the smell and the patterns, like the characteristics that you sometimes see in, like, the little hot pools or springs? So with the hot springs, those different colors that you're seeing are mainly caused by microbes that live within that hot water. So different microbes, like different temperatures and different pHs. So you're going to find different ones living in different thermal features here. Some of our thermal features are acidic. Some of them are neutral and some of them are alkaline. So that's all going to play into what types of microbes you're going to find in them. Most of the microbes are different kinds of bacteria or archaea. And there are so many of them that are right there together that you can actually see the color. If you just had one microbe, you would have to have a microscope to see it. But because there's so many microbes in that hot water, they form that mass, and you can see those different colors. That's really um, And it's a whole community of microbes that are in there. Sometimes you'll find microbes that are closer to the sun that um, instead of doing photosynthesis, which is what most plants do to survive, we'll do a chemosynthesis. So they'll use a chemical, they'll use sulfur as their food source, and by doing that, they pull some of that sulfur out of the water so that different kinds of microbes can live further down the runoff channel that might be more, I guess you could say, allergic to That's really cool. So, like, why does Yellowstone have so much of geothermal energy? Like, do you know how we got it? Like, you got it, or? Yeah, so underneath Yellowstone, there is a hot spot. Um, and a hot spot is that magma chamber below the surface. Um, Hawaii is also formed by a hot spot. So that chain of islands that forms the state of Hawaii is a magma chamber. There's underneath an oceanic plate. Here it's underneath a continental plate. Um, and that hot spot actually started in Nevada. And it looks like that hot spot has moved towards the northeast, towards where Yellowstone is today. But because of plate tectonics, we're actually sliding to the southwest over top of that hot spot. So that hot spot stays stationary, and the plates are moving over top of it. So it forms part of the Snake River Plain in Idaho, and that hot spot is just currently underneath where we are. It hasn't had a major eruption in quite some time. The last major volcanic eruption here was about 640,000 years ago. But that hot spot or 
magnitude of cylinders and says, that's what's heating up the ground in the water and giving us the geysers in the hot springs in Yellowstone. Wow, that is so awesome. I did not know that. That was really cool. Um, so is there ever a debate? Like, do people ever want to put a power plant in Yellowstone? So, um, even though geothermal energy is a great source of energy, um, it can significantly impact resources that are around it. Um, it's definitely a viable source of energy. There are several different geothermal plants in California. There's some in Nevada and Utah. In fact, even in Idaho, not quite the same thing, um, but Warm Springs Avenue, which is right by your state capital in Boise, mm -hmm. those homes on Warm Springs Avenue are all heated by geothermal water. Um, they, who I want to say it was maybe the 1890s or so when they started using geothermal heat there to heat those homes. Um, so definitely a viable source of energy, a clean source of energy, but we know it can affect thermal features nearby, the geysers and the hot springs. Even miles away can be affected when you start harnessing that energy for um, development. And so the thermal features in Yellowstone are off limits for developing um, as an energy source. And it's even questionable whether anybody could get permission to develop geothermal energy in the region outside of the park because we know that it can affect it for miles away. They might, even outside of the park, they might have a hard time getting permission to do something like that. Um, it hasn't been the case that it's never been used in Yellowstone. So, not really a geothermal plant, but um, from about 1915 to 1951, there was a swimming pool at Old Faithful, and they actually pumped water from one of the geysers, solitary geyser, and used that hot water for the swimming pool. Um, and we, you know, in the early 19, you know, 1930s, 40s, 50s, we were learning more about ecosystems and nature and what preservation really means. And they decided that it just wasn't the right use of the Yellowstone area to be using that hot water in a swimming pool. So they took that swimming pool out. Wow. <laughs> That's so cool. I didn't know there was like a swimming pool next to that. That was unexpected. But um, <laughs> so. yeah, it was a really large. Well, it kind of went through a few iterations. Um, it was so it was owned by a couple of different um, people. It was um, let me see if I can remember who started it. They ended up selling it to the Hamilton store um, and the Hamilton store made it into an indoor 
swimming pool that was very large. Um, but ooh, I can't remember the gentleman's names that first started the swimming pool there. Anyway, the first guys had an outdoor swimming pool. Hamilton stores made it into an indoor swimming pool. But I think they had like close to 150 changing rooms there. The Henry Brothers, that's what it was. The Henry Brothers first constructed it and then later sold it to the Hamilton store. Um, but it was a it was big swimming pool. Wow. So, um, yeah. I didn't know. The other place that uh, hot water was used in Yellowstone was fountain in the Fountain Flats area. There used to be a hotel there, and they pumped water from leather pools to be the hot water source for that hotel. And that hotel eventually burned down. Okay, do you guys have any other questions? No. Thank you so much. Thank you, Trudy, for that amazing interview. And now, what are we going to talk about next? Well, Haven, I think we should discuss the pros and cons of geothermal energy. Ooh, interesting. Um, so one pro is that obviously they can heat the home, right? We've talked about that throughout, mm -hmm. um, which is very good. But as well, it's also very expensive. Um high cost implementing geothermal energy is $10,000 to $20,000. It is. And, um, but another pro is it's also not a very significant source of pollution. Oh, okay. So, you know, it's, yeah. And it's also renewable as well, which we've also talked about. Um, it can also cause damage such as mini tremors and damage to tree roots and stuff like that. And that's another con, right? Yes. Um, and it's very environmentally friendly as well. Now combustion, heat and burning related, flame, you know, all that stuff. That's great. Thank you for tuning in to the Hat and Have podcast. Real quick, we want to give thanks to all the sources. Um, thank you to Geothermal Facts. And also, what is Geothermal Energy Power Technology? Uh, thank you to Comfort Pro, Geothermal Energy Pros and Cons, and Raffer Geothermal Area website. And also to our amazing interviewee, Trudy, from Yellowstone National Park.